You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. It's time now for this week's Honor Our Father segment. We have so many great priests who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. So we want to honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business. Let us know who you'd like to honor. And each week we will draw a name, share who the winner is, and find out why that particular priest was nominated by one or more of our listeners. Today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Slim's Bar and Grill. Slim's has daily specials and bookings for private parties. They can be reached by calling 218-444-7546. Slim's Bar and Grill, a place to gather for all. Do you think they have donuts? I don't know. It sounds... I'm imagining steak right now. It must be Friday. It must the be The one day Friday. I can't have steak. Steak. Ugh. All right. Well, this week we're going to honor Father Michael Airy from St. Philip's Catholic Church in Bemidji, Minnesota. Anonymous. Non- nom- nom- what can I speak right now? What is happening? Nominated. Nominated him saying this. This is very nice. Father Michael's homilies are fantastic. He's a teacher of the faith and the church. I've learned so much from him. He is a hard worker. He works so hard to serve our families, and we have a very busy parish. He's a young priest, ordained only a year ago in June, and so passionate about the faith. Wow. wow. That's awesome. I like it when young priests are, are uh, energetic, and, and you know, they're, they're serving their parish, and they're being, I guess, good shepherds for their flock. And, and it encourages young families, I would think, or any families to... The, the men in the families to want to be men and the boys to want to step up and serve the church and and even maybe, you know, the, the mothers and the daughters to want to, you know, take care of this young priest so he doesn't get burnt out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give him, throw him a few donuts every now and then. Yep, exactly. Uh, so how does this work? Do we take him the donuts? I don't see any donuts here. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't, you don't get to make a trip to Bemidji, Minnesota. Where is Bemidji? It's like here. On a map, and if you huh. if listeners, I'm pointing into the air in a random spot, so it's there. Uh, so, again, <laughs> we'd like to congratulate Father on being chosen in this week's Honor Our Father segment. Today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Slim's Bar and Grill. Slim's has daily specials and bookings for private parties. We've determined probably not donuts. They can be reached by calling 218-444-7546. Slim's Bar and Grill, a place to gather for all. And Jacques would like to make that trip to have steak and deliver donuts to Father Michael at Bemidji. Daily specials. I wonder what today's special is. Yeah. See, if we were thinking... Good salmon. We, we, a nice... <laughs> we would have looked it up if we were thinking. If we were thinking. But we're not thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, have you ever nominated a priest for winning the Honor Our Fathers? <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take that as a no. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I have not, but I have a few in mind that... Can we offer them bacon instead of donuts? You know what? There's a lot of priests who would r- rather have bacon, bacon or bacon donuts. There you go. I had bacon donuts on uh, on last Friday, the Feast of St. Joseph. Did you? Yeah. 
They were uh, maple donuts sprinkled with bacon. It was glorious. Oh. It was fantastic. Oh, the, I um I do believe that that is probably one of the greatest temptations <laughs> on a Friday ever. <laughs> but especially a Friday of Lent, we're talking about you know maple glazed bacon donuts like that. Mm-hmm. That's I almost feel like I should go to like confession or something for even mentioning it on a Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry, Father, forgive me for I have sinned. I have tempted so many listeners of Real Presence Live with bacon donuts on a Friday. Bacon donuts. Last Friday was awesome, though. Yes, last Friday. of St. Joseph, yes. the solemnity. We lived it up. Party, All like the meats. Catholic party. All the meats, right? All the meats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um... <laughs> So if you have a priest, a, a parish priest, or any other priest in our listening area that you want to nominate to win a dozen donuts, no guarantee there'll be bacon on top, no guarantee there'll be bacon on the side, but a dozen donuts, you can always get on Real Presence Radio's uh, website, realpresenceradio.com, and there you can find a place where you can email your nomination in, and we will be sure that your priest gets recognized for all of the things that he does for our parish around and, and around the listening area, there's so many wonderful parishes. So I, it's really a good thing to nominate your priest. And then if it's in the Rapid City area, Jacques will come and help the parish eat the donuts. I will deliver, hand deliver the donuts. I will make sure there's a bacon donut. <laughs> You'll make sure. All right. So somebody step up in the Rapid City Diocese. And <laughs> I did have to, there was one, Father John Paul Trask one and and Eagle Butte's a long way to deliver donuts. Yeah, yeah. So we delivered donuts to him when he was in Rapid City. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to work the system. <laughs> but he is a priest that is is a um, worthy of being nominated. And I know that there are many, many others. So please contact us with your nomination and why your priest should win the dozen donuts. Minus one if Jacques is delivering. Minus, well, you never know. You never know. The box looks full. (laughs) Who knows how many donuts were in there? (laughs) That's so funny. So we um, we have a few minutes. Did you want to? What's been going on in your life, Jacques? You know, there's always something going on. We're having baby number nine in July. I think I mentioned last time we were here, so that's exciting. That is super exciting. Um, but the most recent thing, we just came uh, Monday and Tuesday. We just had some fabulous speakers, Chris and Linda Paget, here for our diocesan pastoral ministry days. That was fun out at Terra Sancta. Both at Terra Sancta, some folks were virtual, sitting in their homes, I imagine, and enjoying their own yes. you know, homemade coffee. And then, uh, and then a number of parishes throughout the diocese had had hubs, so they had. Um, we kept getting these pictures of, you know, the the group in Piedmont at Our Lady of the Black Hills, uh, at, up in uh, Spearfish at St. Joseph, in in their hall. People would send this picture of exactly what was happening on, you know, what I was I was manning the cameras, so exactly what was on the screen, and these people sitting in their parish hall and enjoying. Um, not having to drive to Rapid City, and uh, mostly because of coronavirus limitations yeah. at the retreat center, um, there was a limitation on the number for a, a gathering that normally has, you know, 250 to 350 so 300, people. Yeah. yeah. Um, the retreat center just can't hold that many right now, and so it was a beautiful thing to see people from all over the diocese gathering and listening to Chris and Linda 
Um, Chris is a very funny guy. He is. He he made me laugh. Um, I can't wait to go back and listen to the the sessions again with uh, the rest of my family because there's some things that they said that. I mean, one of my sons was listening in, and oh, we were we were slapping our knee laughing because it was it was very entertaining. So it was good, and I like the fact that um, I since I was at home drinking my own coffee, watching in the comfort of my own home, that during the breaks we uh, we had a Zoom meeting, and we were able to discuss amongst the others that are watching online how that was going and what was going on. And that was good because it was a fellowship opportunity that maybe we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, Amy Julian, our director of family life for the diocese, was managing that virtual hub and and, uh, providing some... Yeah, some direction conversation between all those who were in their homes. So wasn't quite like being in in person. We'll look forward to those days again, but um, but it was a beautiful it experience. Was, it know. was. It was still very good. I mean, and you did great on the um, when you were running the audio and the video. That was. It was very professionally done. You know, I'm looking forward to listening to the talks again because there is a certain level of like, oh, is he still in the frame? Like he's, yeah. you know, people yeah. are moving around and different cameras and we're switching between the cameras. And so I only got about 10% of what 10%. he was actually saying. But it was, the things that I remember him saying powerful. Were, were very powerful. Yeah. So this is a fun fact. I'll just put it out there. If you did not get to go to pastoral ministry days, but you would like to watch the videos, you can go to the website, PMD, pastoral ministry days, PMD2021.com. You got to put in your name and email address to register, but you'll get a username and password to look at those videos and to see the resources that the speakers recommended and their own resources and so that just went up live yesterday. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's so funny. He was talking about the book that they wrote, um, their marriage book. And I'm like, as I'm listening to the, that session, I'm like, oh, I need this book. I need this book. I need to read this. This is, I'm not being able to write down everything I wanted to write down. I can't, I couldn't take notes fast enough. Yeah, yeah. And so I whipped out my cell phone and I'm like texting Angela here at the mustard seed. I'm like, do you have this book? <laughs> Cause I do you have it in stock? I want it. Cause I've like looked on Amazon. I'm like it's gonna take too long on Amazon. I'm gonna. And I know I'm going to the mustard seeds. So it was. It that's how much they impacted me. That I knew I needed a copy of their book. Mm-hmm. You know. So sign up, guys. It's it's amazing that what they had to share is very timely for what we're going through today and the struggles of families, but also the struggles of ministry in general. Mm-hmm. One of the things that was interesting, Dion Eastmo, who is uh, assistant director to the Office of Faith Formation and uh, Pastoral Ministries, our, our whole floor, if you go to the uh, chancery, the bottom floor, minus the tribunal, really labored hard to make that all, all of the virtual options and the all the registration, all that piece together with Terra Sancta possible. And we were just reflecting yesterday uh, as we came back into the office and reflecting about um, the week that just conversations with different people, you know, there's some young adults there that are involved in parish ministry. There are some just people from all over the diocese and just conversations that we had. Everyone heard something that hit them right where they were at. It was so yeah. clear that, um, you know, you, you give the Lord two days of your time 
to retreat and he doesn't he's never outdone and he generosity, never disappoints you know? yeah, yeah. It, yeah exactly it's it, it was amazing how the things that they said were were the things that were just really weighing heavy on me in so many regards you know that I'm like, how did you know? Like, like, do you have an inside scoop into what's going on in my heart right now? Yeah. You know, the the things that they were addressing. So it was it was absolutely beautiful. So, well, we have to take a break, and but we will be right back. I promise, with more wonderful tidbits from the minds and hearts of both uh, Jacques and myself. So stay tuned with us, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. As a working mother, I was thrilled to learn about the University of Mary's new online Catholic-infused graduate programs that truly work around my schedule. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Uh, all right. Well, welcome back to Real Presence Live. Um, we had a listener who wants to know in what town is Slim's Bar and Grill. It is in Bemidji, Minnesota. Bemidji. Bemidji. And Bemidji. today's special is beer cheese soup. I would hope that the special of, of a business that is sponsoring something on a Catholic radio station would have a non-meat special for Friday in Lent. That makes me want to just drive over there and get some beer cheese soup. Not today, though. I would not be slim if I was closer to Slim's Barn Grill. 
<laughs> if you were looking at their menu, you'd looking, have some problems. You'd have some problems. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I, I will make sure that that uh, y- you are reminded of Slim's Bar and Grill if I ever hear that you're headed that direction with Bemidji, your family. I, uh, not only did I forget my wallet, I forgot my phone, so I was going to look up where Bemidji is, but it will have to be another time. I'm another time. In the, Living in the 90s right now. No <laughs> smartphone in my pocket. Living. Jay Wickham's got two smartphones over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Oh, I, um, <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to do a shout-out to the listeners on WBKK 820 in Bemidji. Shout-out, Bemidji. Bemidji. Slim's Barn Grill. Yep, get some get beer some, cheese soup. Get some beer cheese soup and then come back home and... Tune in to Our Lady of Perpetual Help's Facebook page and check out the Living Stations of the Cross tonight. So that sounds like a plan. It's going to be beautiful. It is really moving. I uh, So I have uh, eight children. I have nine children, but one of them is still growing in Annie's womb. So I always get, I always say eight, but I'm like, I have I nine, have but nine. you can only <laughs> see eight of them right now. Yeah. Anyway, I have nine children, but the eight, the youngest, like two or three, uh, every year, you know, it's just, uh, it is sort of a traumatic mm-hmm. <laughs> experience for them because they're, you know, they're at the age where they're not really, st- they're not able to parse what's real and, and, uh, and what's just imaginary as we're yeah. entering into the prayer. And, and, uh, and so I think it's good for them though. It's good to, you know, we get so desensitized yeah. to what we're looking at. You know, the cross is b- beautiful gold crosses here at, at the yeah. mustard seed, you can come downtown to the mustard seed and buy some beautiful crosses. And, and it isn't. It, there's not that that gore, that re, the reality yeah. of what the Stations of the Cross really really was or what it, it could be. So yeah, I suppose that it's it's hard. I remember. <laughs> I'm this just will tell you a lot about my parenting skills or lack thereof. I um, when my kids, my boys, my four older boys were having a particularly rough day and I was having a particularly frustrating parenting day. I, I think at the time they were, well, I don't, I'm not sure if the twins were born yet or not. So we're, this was a while ago. So we're probably talking 12, 10, seven, five years old, you know, like in that general age group they were, and they just wouldn't, they were just not at each other's throats. Okay. They were boys, first of all. Right. And I'm usually my, I'm kind of like, come to me, when the blood squirts out like, you know, six inches, you know, then, then I'll undress this. Otherwise you just can take care of it yourself. Like this is your boys. Let's, let's just do, but that day I was, I had had enough and I sat them down and I fast forward through most of the boring part of the passion of Christ, but I made them watch the scourging and I made them watch the counting of the thorns and the carrying of the cross and the crucifixion. And I, I mean, at that young, and I said, this, this is what our sins do. This is what our sins right now. That is what Christ paid for. And it, it really Im- impacted them. They were really good for the rest of Lent. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this is a funny factoid that, uh, so the year that that came out, yeah, Annie and I were involved. Uh, we were uh, at the living at the Newman Center, and we were doing campus ministry uh, as well as the youth ministry at the cathedral. And um, and we weren't we didn't have a focus team on campus, um, but. The focus Fellowship of Catholic University students were they were having these conferences around the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, for college students. So anyway, we just hitchhiked, took a bunch of students with us to I believe we went to Denver, 
and uh, so we weren't a focus campus, but we showed up to the event and and uh, participated in this beautiful conference. And um, that year, Jim Caviezel was in the building. Wow. We got a private, this was before it was, you know, people could watch it. We got the first screen of The Passion of the Christ. Oh, my goodness. What an honor. And it was a great honor. And it was so, for Annie, you know, she, this, is a, this is a huge, contentious kind of conversation constantly in our house that she wants nice, calm, beautiful, romantic, funny movies. And I want, you know, action. Blood and, and gore. Blood, you know, some, some, something significant happening and and it's just too much for her well this was the same you know yeah she it was it was tough to watch yeah and i don't think she's ever watched it again since you know like this is too much but um but every year we do kind of the oldest when they're kind of in that teenage range we haven't yeah. traumatized our small children yet with the the mel gibson passion but <laughs> um but that's good maybe next year at the beginning of lent we'll just start it scare everybody and and get them in line so they're uh but no this is beautiful even um philip who was our our number two he um he's is a very sensitive contemplative kind of soul and, yeah and uh he watched it one year and i think the second year he was like yeah i don't think i need to see i don't think i need to do that again <laughs> yeah well and i know my kids like they they were impacted but they weren't traumatized because you know, I, it wasn't like it was a, I fast forwarded through. Yeah, that's good. You're a good mom. It was like, they saw like some of the stuff that should impact them, but it wasn't like that long. We're going to just keep going and keep going. And that <laughs> Tape and, their eyes open. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it was, it was good. I mean, I also was the type that, um, there was a, a video that I had seen of, a live action of the martyrs being, you know, the, the, you didn't actually see the lions tearing them apart, but you, you got the sense of it. And I showed my kids that too, you know, and I was telling them, you know, this is, this is the early church, but this happens today, you know, preparing them. Are you willing to suffer martyrdom for our faith, for our Lord? And, you know, and they cried and they were impacted by that. But I wanted them to know this is, ha this isn't just something that happens in the, early church when we read the stories of the martyrs it happens in our lives every day if we are just very blessed in the united states that we are not exposed to that like in other countries mm -hmm. so my poor children they're probably i have not just for the record i have not subjected my girls to any of this they are too sweet and tender and and but my boys i mean my i they need to be manly men and the reality <laughs> of the world is it's ugly and yeah. I wanted them to see that it's it's ugly. Yeah, you know, it's a beautiful uh, it's a beautiful thing. We usually watch it, if not Good Friday, sometime during Holy Week. Um, the Passion of the Christ. It's good, good. I remember the year that it came out. There were a bunch of like showings, like the I don't yeah. know some people yeah. here in Rapid City were were like buying out the theater, and you could come and. And maybe the Catholic school was doing it too. I don't remember, but exactly. But I do remember I went a number of times in the theater by myself because Annie wouldn't go. Um, and it was just this beautiful, prayerful moment. Well, I, I took someone to go again just during like a regular, it just kind of was open to the public, like a regular show. And you just show up and buy yeah. a ticket, you know, yeah. like yeah. I'm either going to go to Men in Black or I'm going to go to, uh, you know, The Passion of the Christ. And <laughs> it was a... I, it was such a different experience because I don't know what people were expecting, 
but you know they bought popcorn and drinks oh and they're coming to be entertained and and there was like it, even in the crowd there was this sense, there wasn't a prayerful sense about it at all uh and people were really it was really visceral like the the mock there was even mocking happening in the theater wow. it was just a whole different experience it was um yeah that i guess that's why would they i don't even understand why you would pay it for a ticket if you're just going to go and mock it yeah it was a, it was an interesting experience but that's i guess that just goes to show that the world is that even when you expect it to be to be in a like-minded crowd there's always going to be somebody in there who has issue with it yeah no i think these people are just looking for a good entertaining movie and they showed up and they're like i don't know that's i like jesus i've heard about this guy jesus let's go check it out and it's and it's so intense you know they're so <laughs> yeah, i just <laughs> i yeah i don't understand and then there's like the people like me who are like okay i need my box of kleenexes <laughs> and i need you know like something i need to cry i'm going to cry i know i'm going to cry you know i all, all I have to do is just see a picture from the Passion of Christ, and I instantly cry because I, it, it reminds me of every emotion that I experienced when I watch it. It doesn't take much. Again, that is why I have not shown my girls. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they are very tender, and, and you just have to be gentle. Mm-hmm. Gentle with the girls. So, Last year, our oldest, Tess, was 13, and we watched it for the first time, and she... Um, that was intense for her. But. That was intense. Yeah. Oh, no. It, I think that um, if we had the opportunity to to watch it on the big screen, I mean, I, I did see it in the movie theater. Um, if you have the opportunity to watch it more in a movie theater setting, I think it's going to impact you a lot more than just on your TV screen and the sound effects and the feeling, you know, like, like Laura was saying, the sound, mm-hmm. the sound that you experience in that, even in that movie yeah. is chilling to the bone. So, well, that's what's on our hearts and minds. A lot of passion of the Christ. and We're almost here. The Paschal mystery is almost here. We can make it. This last week, no meat today, Jacques. No bacon donuts. Not today. Well, we are going to um, take a break. But before that, we're going to, up next, we're going to talk with Jay Wickham about an upcoming event tomorrow about here in the Rapid City Diocese about equipping the men we need. So stay with us here on Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after the break. (laughs) 